everyone, welcome to episode 201 of the Pixels and Ink podcast brought to you by Comics Gaming Magazine. I have returned as your overlord host. Oh, thank Whoa. God. Yay. Overthrown I can't Jordan. do cricket noises. So kind of glad I missed the whole Jordan yeah, leadership thing last kind week. kind of being on focus. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Jordan era was like like the Ming dynasty, okay? It was like Very short-lived. And yeah, the difference between Jordan hosting bang. and Jordan being here is that he speaks only 95%. <laughs> <laughs> Phil, you know you go home and you dream about me, so don't even like ask. Ooh. No, I don't. You dream about touching my face. I know you apparently my... fantasize about me dreaming about you, which is weird. <laughs> Those aren't fantasies, buddy. Mm. Mm-mm. So, if you anyway, been able to tell who's realities. on the podcast today, uh, to my right we have the the returning from PAX, Lisa Muir. Hello, everybody. Or Lisa Awesome. What, what should we refer to you as? I don't. You know what? You're gonna be Lisa from now on. I'm just like. I'm gonna go with Lawsome, so it's like you're like like Judge Dredd. She yeah, is yeah, Awesome. Yeah, that's she you know what? I'm lawsome. adopting that name from now on. Don't call me Lisa. Call I'm me Lawsome. <laughs> Now you're on a totally different wait, movie wait, track. Wait, wait, yeah. wait. What a cheap reference. Get out of here. Beside Lisa. I don't want to be a Mitomo friend. Hi. Is uh, the former host. Still host. Taken down a notch. Like the Illuminati, I am running things from the shadows. It's Jordan. Moving on from Jordan, we have. Whoa, whoa let's go back Phil. to Jordan. <laughs> Jordan, you mispronounced ruining. <laughs> you know, yeah, no, no, let's put the focus back on here. <laughs> Maybe take a tree and just get the f*** out of here. Ooh. Oh, Brendan's going to have to yeah, edit no. that. No, I'm going to have to edit it. <laughs> <laughs> to my left, giving everyone a little bit of a spatial awareness of how everyone's sitting, mm. uh, we've got our movie expert, Phil Brown. That's me. Yay, Yay. Phil. Yay, what's up? Yay. Yay, Phil. And, and, and beside Phil is uh, a new... New Recruits. personality, fresh meat. Yeah, <laughs> fresh meat. So it's uh, Shaquille Lambert, or you call me Shaq. Which, what's up, guys? How you doing? Yes, or the genie, there as I've go. been called in the office today. <laughs> like that, yeah. Because shout out to Kazam, <laughs> <laughs> dude. Shout out to Steel, man. He, he was like the he, most underrated. Shaquille O'Neal had the worst movie career yeah, out of yeah, any athlete. Hot garbage. And yet, made the most money in his movie careers. Like, yeah. Good point. Although, although Blue Chips is pretty good. I like Blue Chips. Good point. I, I feel like good you're not appreciating the man <laughs> the first himself. one. The one he did Doctor. when he was 18. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Doctor. Wasn't that, uh, what's his name? Uh, Nick was it Nick Nolte? Nolte? Yeah. yeah it Nick Crazy Nolte. Nick Nolte. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty well the movie in a nutshell right there. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. Me, the genie. What's up? Hi, guys. <laughs> so... How's, how's everyone doing? Good. Very good. Can't yeah. complain. Great. You know, fantastical. We we ready to, to dive into that game news? Let's, let's rock. Dive. Yo, let's yeah. swan. What we dive got? Right what we got? What that? we have? Oh, oh, we have game news. <laughs> what we got? Not what we have. We got the biggest <laughs> nugget of game news you've ever seen this side of the Mississippi. <laughs> so Nintendo released a quarterly statement. Is that what it was? It was a quarterly yeah, statement. Yeah, it's quarterly. Yeah, so. Some kind of report about future of the company and uh in <laughs> said report they announced that the nx their their upcoming console is going to release in 2017 in march which is good mm. because you know what i was i was like i had them pegged man i thought for sure that the annex was coming out around christmas time i well, thought there was a desperation like a hail mary reason, play they were throwing the reason it. they were going to do that they didn't do that is because they actually want content on the on the system which they is good to launch like mm-hmm. every i mean that's, other a, that's a wise have. business move it is uh but i've heard this before from nintendo yeah. so i'm gonna I'm going to put Take you on notice. Uh, mm. 
you better you better actually have games to play this They're time. They're gonna now. have a Zelda. Yeah, oh well we're gonna know that for sure because that's the other part of news. They're freaking pushing back Zelda U so that it could be on stupid NX two. That's I mean, they have been saying that for like the well, past like half a they year. They haven't said anything. Rumors have swirled about it. So mm-hmm. we all This knew. is the confirmation of it, which means my Wii U was a waste of money. Yeah. I can understand why you fell for the trap, though, because the first game they did ever show on the Wii U was Zelda. Right? That was, yeah. And it looked really good. It did. It was, it it did. was a tech demo, but, like, stu- I'm so angry. And, like, this is the thing. They're going to fracture their audience. They're, 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 they're going down that, that Sega route, mm-hmm. late 90s Sega route, where uh, they're just going to, doing things like this is going to get their audience pissed. And they already, most of them, who most people who own the Wii U also have a ps4 or an xbox one yep. so it's going to be it's gonna be a tough sell uh to get another console that's probably going to cost around in the same ballpark and and have the same kind of power behind it too i right? don't know because if the rumors about the portability aspect are true technically this is a new handheld and the 3ds has been out long enough that they could totally replace it. oh they can totally replace it yeah i, I don't yeah, think it's a handheld this is a home console except like the, the new 3ds is new though it came out like what a year yeah, ago but that's it's like new the DSi, but it's not that's new not, yeah. it's like yeah it's 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 an addition to an already like well existing yeah, but i mean like it's, if the rumors are true it's a handheld that is a console as well i'm not happy with it and well i mean they're creating <laughs> competition for themselves because they're another thing that came out in that report is they're uh they're making a fire emblem and a animal crossing game for uh, your cell phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, but I thought the whole idea with all this was that they want to do a cross-platform. Yeah, they want to do first-party games. Yeah, on um, mobile. Mobile. So I mean, it's, I, it's I not going to be the same game as. No, I don't. Be. I don't believe that either for yeah. a second. And, and maybe and Brendan will like say this till the cows come home. And like, and me, I'll admit I don't really know game development, but like. I can't believe for a second that they're going to make a game that's going to be, hey, this is like Animal Crossing New Leaf, but it's on your phone now. Like, they're never going to do that in a oh, million years. They're going to make Happy Home Designer happens. and say, here you go, guys. Have Which fun with that. Which is still a 3DS <clears throat> title. What they're doing is the 3DS's biggest competition is this hand is the smart device market. I don't believe that. <laughs> I thought you were going to say the Vita. Yeah. I thought if you were going to say the Vita. If that were true, <laughs> oh, then... No, like, they beat the Vita up with <laughs> oh, the one <laughs> hand tied behind their back. And that's the thing, Cody, folding. is that like if that were true, um, the 3DS would have been getting killed like for the past well, like, no, five years. Well, no, because the 3DS has had exclusive content that you can't get anywhere else. And, and now they're get, putting those IPs on, on an other platforms. And then you're going to be like, well, why am I going to buy Fire Emblem It's again? not, not going to be the game. same Fire Emblem that you get on a 3DS. Really? Yeah, it's not. And one could argue that it, they're doing it so that people will play Fire uh, Fire, album, uh, Fire Emblem Fire, Fire Emblem on their cell phone and be like, "This is amazing! I should get the full version." Of exactly. The, yeah. the way the way I see it is that it's going to be like not a full game, but like maybe like a small mini game that works sort of like Xbox Smart Glass, where it's like it enhances the main game that they'll maybe. have. Maybe no. or they'll or release a pared down That's version what's of an actual look at, game. Look at what all the other AAA's are doing when they're their little mobile devices. Defe- Bethesda did their Fallout Shelter, and then uh, um, Square well, Enix yeah. did Hitman Go, yeah. and then we got Laura Croft Go, and all those little tiny games that give you a taste. I totally agree with you when you're mm. saying like this is just something that's just going to make you're you want to get the bigger game. You're talking about titles. you're yeah. talking about third party developers who don't have hardware to make content for. Right. So, so yeah, that doesn't matter. hardware aren't like we don't, ask, we don't ask Microsoft to make a, a Halo for your smartphone. Why? Why is this such a big they deal for Nintendo? Guaranteed something have. will come out. Hey, wait, if I'm, it I'm checking it right now. I'm pretty yeah. sure Spartan well, okay, Assault wait, is also available I'm, on I'm, mobile. I'm almost well, certain well, you're right okay. too. Well, 
Microsoft doesn't count because they actually don't have a no, 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 no. You can't but, be selective oh, on that. Yeah, I can. You cannot they don't be have selective a on that. Device, oh, no, so okay, they're not creating though. competition for themselves. It's it's bad. It's you know. I can, he's, um, he's what a, what a Nintendo purist right here. Eh? I can. It's not right when it's not on a handheld. <laughs> I don't want it on my phone. I'm just saying that's a, that's exactly what it is. I it's, don't want it on my phone. I want it on my well. You are a fool. console that I paid. Like what? $200 it's a good thing you're not a businessman. Yeah. Don't worry because you're still gonna get those. You're just gonna get like Fire Emblem yeah, Light well, we'll on see. your phone. Yeah, in the end we'll of the day, when when, uh, when when Molly mother is taking her kid to get a new game and he wants to get the new Animal Crossing game, she's like, "Well, oh, you yeah. already have, you already have yeah, that's, Animal that's Crossing 100% smartphone leaf." It's totally gonna happen. 100%. Yeah, listen. Oh, yeah, that happens this, all the time. This, listen, Nintendo, if you listen to this, don't do Cody, mobile. You're gonna kill yourself. Cody, I'm not you work. They're gonna kill themselves. Cody, you work at a toy store. You know that parents will buy. Shh, I do not. I work at an undisclosed retail location. Sorry, undisclosed retail location. The name of which will not be disclosed. But you know that parents <laughs> will buy things for their kids. Even uh, if yo, it's like the thirtieth of the same Shaq, thing, you are so right. You know how many times uh, actually, I've gone into I've... EB and told, par- like, seen parents going to buy their like eight-year-old child like Call of Duty, and I'm like, you don't want to get them for that. That's they like, don't a, care. Yeah, they don't yeah, care. They, they don't, don't care. Off, like straight up. You know how many yeah. times I've seen parents come in and not get their kid um, Minecraft story mode because they already have Minecraft on their smartphone because they don't understand what video games are. Because story mode is a totally okay. different thing. Well, yeah, yeah, but, but that's that's the VR you're saying, right? Bad employee over here not explaining no, what story I do. mode is. I do, but <laughs> and then they still go. Eh, it's has, the same game. Leave when a parent has that in their head. It doesn't matter what you say. Yeah, but I don't think I, you know I, what it's I like think, to have kids either. But it also kind of depends on like the venue that they're shopping at too, right? Like. You're seeing it from one particular perspective. Yeah, I've totally. seen it from other perspectives, like on, on many different ends of the spectrum. There, I just think it's dumb. And I think I Lisa think, can back me I up on this. Have you spent like four hours with an actual child? Yes. They are the most <laughs> annoying POSs in the world. Okay. Oh, I try not they will to do wear that. you down oh, like nobody's business. Uh, also, just to, to just to enhance on this. what we were talking about just like five minutes ago, Halo Spartan Assault on Xbox One, Xbox 360, Steam, and iOS. There you so. Go. Your whole thing about Microsoft wouldn't do Halo wrong is <laughs> wrong as HD it's double no, hockey but sticks Shaq, it's not, because it's they did it three years ago. It's not okay because it, there's not Halo and Gears of War, so technically it's wrong. Good point. Ah. <laughs> what the point I was going to make was uh, if you type in um, a little big planet on mm-hmm. your uh, on Play Store, the only yeah. thing that comes up is Run Sackboy Run, which is an endless runner made exclusively point? for. The, the, Made exclusively for handhelds. That is a different story. If they made it like a Mario Runner or something like that, that's fine. So the only good game, the only games that that first party developers can do for mobiles is Runner. Okay, so is what, that do, it? what do you, what do you expect okay. from a Fire Emblem on your handheld? Fire your, Emblem, I don't expect much. No, because I, well, I, I don't expect anything. I don't know what to no, expect for Fire Emblem. It would work because, because the Banner Saga plays exactly the same way as Fire Emblem and exists on its. And I would I would argue it was developed specifically for mobile. Okay, okay. So, so it's I, just a, a very simple like touch screen interface with the simplest the simplistic like. I'm gonna jump in yo. because I just played a game that was uh, that's coming up. Uh, we'll talk about that later when I talk about packs. But yes. it was a Banner Saga a Banner Saga style game exclusively for mobile, and it plays. Phenomenally well. Yeah. Like I played the crap also out of Fire to, Emblem. Yeah. I would love to play that as a touch. To refute yeah. Shaq's uh, claim, I backtracked after because 
Microsoft doesn't have a handheld device, so they're not creating competition. Well, they have themselves. like tablets. Unlike, yeah, but that's Nintendo, it. Right? That's, that's, that's and they do release. They I do think that's a real like tablets. big yeah, assumption. Yeah, and mm. that's what it's on. Yeah. That's that's so. their handheld content. Whereas Nintendo actually has but a handheld device, and said, they're making competition. No, I don't no, no, believe no, that just, they are. He just said iOS. Yeah. That's a different thing, completely. That's not Microsoft at all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well. they made it for iPhone. Point shack. I don't think that, I, I really don't feel like, I think it's like a gross uh, misstatement that they are creating competition for themselves because 90% of, and this is just a guess here, but I would say 90% of people who own 3DSs also own smartphones. Yes. So it's like, hey, I'm going to go out and buy Fire Emblem on my 3DS no matter what, and there's also a mobile game I can get that's probably going to be free or who knows how it's going to work. Like, Sweet, that's a bonus. Like mm-hmm. you're gonna get, especially it if it unlocks bonus content for the main game. Which yeah. I don't think it will, but oh, that's maybe there's, there's hell, possible. Though. Possible. But that's the direction that a lot of these it's, things. No, no, are going. I don't mean. I don't mean like some. I don't mean something okay. major. I don't mean something major. I mean like something matter. like skins. No, or No, because something. they have like amiibos and stuff. They're not gonna yeah. put that in like mobile. That's what I mean. It's like something mobile game to unlock content in my actual game. No, you buy amiibos for that. It's different. I don't know. I just think as a company, it makes the most sense right now. Yeah. And they like flat out said that they've committed to making like quality games on yeah. mobile. So I don't understand why this like why they can't have a mobile division making quality mobile specific first party Nintendo titles as well as making higher versions we'll, we'll of those for their handhelds. I, okay. I don't think I don't think it's going to translate very well. It's, mm. it's well, I disagree. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- yeah. I feel I, like I everyone else at this table. With me. You're not going to change my mind on it, though. No, no, that's because, fair. That's no fair. because you're stubborn. It's Nintendo's going to change his mind. I, lo- I love you, dude, but you're stubborn. I think you, stubborn Cody just needs to see. What is stubbornness but another word for being wrong? Good point. <laughs> no, I'm getting real sick of you on this podcast already, Shaq. <laughs> you know you love me. Anyway, speaking right of other... I don't know. Take the train home by yourself. <laughs> speaking of other Nintendo news, I don't know if we mentioned this, but they also announced that they're moving the... Uh, Zelda back? Yeah, we just talked about oh, that. Oh, did we? Yeah. <laughs> I, was, okay. I wasn't paying attention. Yeah, okay. the, the Zelda got moved back on the NX. Wait that's listen. stupid as hell. It's du- that's where I'll agree with well, you. They that's said dumb. The only, I'm, I'm sorry, because I do know that uh, we, we have some employees of Nintendo that listen to this podcast, so I apologize if I'm offending you and the corporation you work for. We love the corporation. Your friggin' Wii U, <laughs> so I could play. Oh, the, you're the Zelda. only one, because I had never bought, I never had those illusions when I bought my Wii U. I was like, whatever game comes out for it, I'll buy it. The first thing they showed off was a Zelda tech demo. Yeah, it's ridiculous. What the hell do you expect? Yeah, but they did that for the Cube, too, and then Wind Waker came out. Yeah, they still had a Zelda game. This is the first Nintendo console that doesn't have a dedicated Legend of Zelda game. So? Don't shrug your shoulders. That's a big deal. That's a big effing deal. It's a big deal to fanboys who are like, every Nintendo needs Mario, Zelda, Samus, Marge, Metroid. Okay. Oh Donkey God! Kong. Every Nintendo <clears throat> console actually, should have first-party Nintendo what, what, games. That actually, they, yeah, they, uh, they Jordan, kind of real quick, just because you're calling uh, Cody a Nintendo fanboy in a dismissive yeah. way, what what hat are you wearing right now? And beyond that, have a matching Mario wallet. Right. That's besides and, the point. And how Ooh. many amiibos do you own? Thirty-one. And okay, we're I done. gotta look up the number and to Sunnybrook si- uh, because so I think we need to send it to the. Bill just roasted your holy. No, I don't see what I don't. I don't think that causation denotes correlation. Bill just roasted Jordan's whole existence. I don't see, I don't see how. <laughs> what, well, okay, because what I'm getting at, Jordan, is that because I love the if system. Get, uh, call them out on their BS. A, if you get a Nintendo system, there is an expectation that you're gonna get at least a Mario game and a Zelda game. Yeah. We don't did. don't do your stupid like shruggy wink we, face. No, because because, because you know guys, that expectation is, that expectation was murdered Keep with the Skyward Sword and Other Realm. Now I don't care oh anymore. Peace treaty. That doesn't mean 
Can we get a peace treaty it's here? Still, it's still a peace song. It's still God's No, I'm not trying to. Is give peace a chance. I'm not trying to. Like, <laughs> I'm not trying to have some like super <laughs> ultra debate. I just want to. It doesn't matter. You. They still. Going back, the NES had two Zelda games. The SNES had a First Zelda all, game. The N64 had two Zelda games. I'm going to stop you right there. had a Zelda game. Because the Wii U has two Zelda games. Wind Waker uh, and Twilight Princess. So this is remakes. the first Nintendo console that actually had I, two Zeldas I, come out. What did I say? <laughs> uh, well, first off, that's wrong because I just said the NES had two. But also, you're not okay. listening. Also, I said a dedicated, <laughs> <Straight> up. <laughs> a dedicated Zelda game, like a like an exclusive to that console that you have not played anywhere else. I'm sure it'll come out for the Wii U as well. It's coming Bill out. Bill just Wii looks Wii so tired so of all of this right now. Yeah. Yeah. What's no, your it point? Is, it is coming out on the Wii U, so? but it's also coming out on the NX, which means that, like, what's the point? So did Twilight Princess. Yeah, but the GameCube still had <laughs> so this, this, Wind Waker. This okay. And they're arguing the same point right. over and over again. Can we just like cut God. this argument short? Mm-hmm. Like this is I'm the host, damn it. Can we okay, Jordan can we wins. Let's move on. Disagree. No, I wait. I don't draw. Agree to that. I, <laughs> draw. That's you guys, it. It's a draw. Do not we love that, you though. That that decision. I am the host. Sorry, host. Keep I going. win. Oh my God. Jordan loses. Shaq cannot talk for the next five minutes. Okay, so let's move on. I will not be censored. You had. Lisa, you went to you went to uh, the, the went Penny to Arcade Expo. I did. I did go to the Penny Arcade Expo. Jealous. Let's, let's let's hear about it. Was it was a blast. Yeah. There was a lot of cool stuff to see. Tell uh, us about it. Lisa. What do you want to hear? I told you already. Start at the stuff. beginning. Start at the beginning. Uh, yes. Well, the beginning was we got off the plane, and then we wandered around Boston. Walked to an Uber and whatever. To an Uber, I'm found our Airbnb. No, okay. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> time to review the Uber. <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you. Ride. Let me Uber, tell you about Uber, Uber in Boston. It was pretty <laughs> awesome. <laughs> That's about it. Okay. Cool. Uh, good anyway, story. tell it again. You like that story? It's yeah, a good story. Tell it one more time. Great. It's a great story. Actually, we heard some very heart wrenching stories from some of our Uber drivers. Um, one guy who was talking about like child abuse in his oh, youth. Whoa. It, was, it got really dark really fast. This has got so this real. The quality yeah. conversations you get with But uh, he Uber. broke several laws trying to get us to our place, so shout out to that guy. He was great. Um, okay, uh, so uh, I'll start with Square, because I spent a lot of time at Square Enix. Um, I got a chance to play I Am Setsuna, cool. which is, for those of you who don't know, is a classic return to the golden age of the JRPG, and they... Uh, so the Tokyo RPG Factory teamed up, well, it was a, actually kind of a portion of Square Enix and some uh, outer outer employees as well who came together to create this amazing homage to that golden age. And um, it plays a lot like Chrono Trigger. So they have like all the, the combos and the same attacks that you used to see and that kind of thing. Just real, the real familiar. They got the X-Slash, oh, X-Strike, X-Strike. Yeah. Um, yeah, so you can combo with a whole bunch of other characters. Um, it's a beautiful, beautiful game. It's like uh, watercolor style artwork to it, but still that real Chrono Trigger feel to yeah, it. Um, cool. So seamless uh, battles in like in game, and uh, it's a heart wrenching story with huge undertones of death and sorrow. So everyone it's, dies. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. But it was Both already like break, it was breaking my heart to play this game. Like the, <laughs> the soundtrack, which was really really cool to kind of go with the whole watercolor theme to it, mm-hmm. is uh, it's made like of in, water. 
Yes, made of water. <laughs> it's a water orchestra. <laughs> no, um, it's it's all piano music. Wait, wait, Cody's gonna get on this. Oh, he's <laughs> just, <laughs> just taking a hit. You got it's like it. Gargling ink. Just taking a hit. Gargle and ink. <laughs> oh my god. Water fell out of my mouth. Nice. <laughs> Tasteful. This okay. is why you're the anyway, host. Anyway, the music. <laughs> Get back on track. Uh, it was all piano uh, scored. So it's just really, really, really pretty game. And uh, I can't wait till it comes out in July. July 19th is the day it's supposed to come over to North America. Um, what else did I play that was really kind of cool? Uh, well, I also played Star Ocean. Uh, their oh, newest it? Star Ocean. You know what? Um, really, really cool. Uh, I really like that you can play up to seven characters in your party and you can on the fly swap between them. Yeah. Makes for some really good battle strategies. Uh, you know, same Star Ocean play. You don't have to play the other games to be able to play the follow this story because it's kind of a standalone story, but it's beautiful. Okay. Um, I got about two hours of gameplay on that one. Um, I died a lot, but that's I mean, pretty par for the course. Yeah, get good. Yep, get, Star good. Ocean. get good, scrub. Yeah, I just had to get good, but it was really cool. I was one of the... Only three people that managed to beat the boss. So, oh, there you go. Hey. So, oh, hey. Lisa. Got good. I got good by the did, end. Did they give you props for that? Uh, they said, well, it makes up for the fact that we had to come over and reset your game a few times. <laughs> so, <laughs> so <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding. Me, Square Enix is sassy as hell. They were great. Actually, uh, they were really great. They were yeah. great. Uh, I got to actually also interview. Shout out to Square Enix. Shout out to Square Enix. Had a great time. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I got to interview uh, Hironori Okayama, who was the lead designer, I believe, on Kingdom Hearts Unchained. Um, Unchained, like random symbol? Unchained, Unchained key. The symbol means key. Really? Yeah. Right now, I was like, it's X or something. Then again, Kingdom it. Hearts has always had some of the worst the titles for any names. games I've ever seen. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. It's a 5-8 over Kingdom two days. Yes. Okay, I'm not going to lie. I was never really into Kingdom as Hearts, but this is fine. Known as, as soon as you <laughs> involve math equations oh, yeah, into no, forget title, it. I'm, lo- I'm no. really lost interest. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that so, was the but he was a cool guy to talk to. I have a question. Did you go around asking everyone at Square Enix, where's my new Parasite Eve? Oh, why? Why? So you should. Also at E3, that's probably what I'm going to do. What are you talking about? I could email them right now. What is that? You know what Parasite Eve is? No. The only thing you should be asking is a release date for Kingdom Hearts 3. That's the only thing. And the new Parasite Five years. No, I don't care. I want Kingdom Hearts 3 release date. I want a concrete date so I can know when to place the hype train. Yeah, those are things you're not going to get from Square Enix. They're very tight-lipped about everything. It's pretty I mean, they they showed off like a gameplay demo like eight years after their initial like launch trailer. And it's just like, oh, yeah, we're only now starting development. It's like, well, what oh, were you doing for all that time? talking over what I just said, because I would have infuriated all of them. Sorry. Oh, what but yeah. you say? say it again. Do it again. Oh, say he, it. he said that he's been waiting for uh, for Kingdom Hearts 3, and I was like, yeah, he's been waiting for a big old disappointment. Hey, well, no. We're going to no. get that with I'm, the I'm 7 I'm on the train remake. on Kingdom Hearts. It, just Listen, never, it was never one I really I will always to, be on the train. Okay. Always. Oh, you can you can drive the train. Okay, yes. Train. Yeah. yeah, stay hype. Hype train is I just, always. You know what? I'm just, I cannot wait for when Cody plays Shenmue Three and it's just like guys, honestly. Oh no, it's I know so I'm gonna bad. be disappointed. I've been waiting. I've just I can't wait. I'm gonna be drinking with salty tears. Oh no, it's, yeah. I I I'm fully expecting it not to be good, but whatever. it's gonna be it's gonna be the the Duke Nukem Forever I'm of. Record it. It'll be like those. Videos Actually, wait. He thinks Duke Nukem of Forever is pretty okay. So whatever. Yeah. Uh, like I'll record it. It'll be like those kids who get like nothing on Christmas Eve. <laughs> 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 He's just crying. <laughs> Why? It's anyway, okay, Lisa? though. We still love you. What yeah. else did you do? I did a lot. Yeah, um, okay, well, let me what tell you about somebody. You, 
Did you bring down I, the I'll, house? I no. no. Wait, wait. You're talking about Kingdom Hearts Unchained Prince symbol. What what happened with that? Oh no, and I, oh, I talked it? to the I, yeah I, t- I talked to the developer. Um, <laughs> Did you just, say Prince symbol? Yeah. yeah. This is, this is, this I'm not gonna symbol. go into this too much detail of, there. Yeah, you can you check out Oreos? my inter- hello. I'm talking. Sorry. Well, I'm sorry. They have Oreos. Hush. Enough. Can I have one? No, you're a dick to me. Stop. Continue. I love you. Sorry. Continue. Anyway. Yeah. What else? <laughs> Actually, all I was going to say is I, I'm not going to talk about it now. You can check out my interview ah, on, ah. on CGMagOnline.com. See, I did it again today, Shaq. Yes. We did it earlier with a Let's Play of another game that I got to see, Shadow Warriors 2. Yes. Oh, my God. So dope. Oh, my so God. bloody. You got yeah. Uh, so, so Shaq good. got a little taste of that today, too. I freaked was out. Shadow was Complex? Shadow, no, Shadow Warrior. Shadow Warrior 2. Shadow, Shadow Complex? Com- no, that's a completely different series. Different series. Is that, like, Metroid-esque? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, uh, yeah right. no, Shadow yeah, Warrior is like a, a reboot of like an old 3D Realms game. Yeah. Right. Really, really Swords, ridiculous and crazy. It and looks shooter. Cool. Demon killing. So much blood. So much. Amazing. Oh, this, well, this one's a little bit like, uh, has stepped up a bit from Shadow Warriors 1. Yeah. With a few more uh, different types of weapons. So instead of just your sword and your guns, this time you get some claws. So you get to like rip open all these amazing monsters that come at you. Oh, yeah. Unrelentlessly. Yeah. Unrelenting. It was funny because you made the joke about like wanting to be like, uh, like cyber Wolverine in Japan, and I was kind of like, well, Wolverine was in Japan, right? At one point, like, <laughs> okay, he spent fine. a lot of time in Japan. <laughs> like, well, the whole arc about that. So comedy. really, yeah, they made a movie about it too. <laughs> so really, <laughs> just Wang, Wolverine. Wang Lo, was Lo, actually Wolverine. yeah, Lo Wang. Lo Wang. Wang. His name is actually called Lo Wang. I know. <laughs> dude, he makes a joke in one. Uh, where it's like, uh, what was it? Oh, it was great. It's like you mess with the bull, you get the Wang. Yeah, that that's was my favorite. Line. All, it, all it needed was to be in like the original's like comically racist accent. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah no, they they so, stepped. Yeah. I think they learned from that mistake because you know. the it's a little bit better. Whatever, it doesn't matter because it's a it looks dope. Well, it does matter if it was racist. I'm glad well, they learned yeah. from it, but nah, it doesn't matter. It's it's racist. Hey, over hey, it. no, let's not do <laughs> that. Edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> Brendan, edit that out. No. Brendan. Everyone's um, gonna think you're racist now. <laughs> we all oh, know boy. it's you, Jordan. I'm safe as long as you're on this podcast. Am I on the, am I um, but yeah, totally bloody, totally great, really great. Um, I said great twice because it was really great. Great, great, uh, great, great. Big surprise. Actually, uh, one of the biggest surprises that seemed to be like one of the things that kept the floor abuzz was this other game that Devolver was showing off uh, by this uh, by uh, the studio called Recon out of Warsaw. Um, called uh, Ruiner. Ruiner. Yes. And Ruiner. it's just another top-down shooter, kind of hotline Miami-ish, but super cyberpunk, really grungy, really challenging uh, gameplay. Uh, lots of really cool stuff to it. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also check our Let's Play out on that one on the site, coming out with the uh, little preview I wrote for that. Yeah, that's the thing about Devolver Digital, though. They really don't put their name behind bad games. Like, that's the thing. everything, yeah. every game that they have, like, published has been effing phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. it's been crazy Although as it's, hell. it's weird that, yeah. like, this is, like, the first one that I've seen from them that isn't, like, an 8-bit, like, retro aesthetic game, so. Yeah. Real, because almost every other game they made has had that, like, 8-bit style. Yeah, and no, nothing they were showing was very 8-bit style. I don't mm-hmm. know. Brendan, like you can correct me on like that one. like, shooter type, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, the, like, I like the cool, like, kind of, like, almost, like, Fallout-esque, like, like aesthetic. Like, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure they did Serious Sam, like, the, the whole series, right? Or was it just three? Because I know, I know they did at least one of them. I honestly... Do not know, but yeah, I wouldn't no. be. I would. I wouldn't be the one to comment no, on no. that one. They make a lot of just like crazy, violent, crazy, like old school shooter, and it, they're all fun. But uh, yeah, <laughs> pretty. Anyway, it's pretty cool. Anything? Anything, F, anything else? else? Oh yeah, my favorite game of the whole thing was this little indie title called The Metronomicon, 
and it took my two favorite things and smashed them together in amazing gameplay. It was an RPG with a DDR style beat match battle system. So it was Theta Rhythm. Yes. Or not with Theta? No, that was, just, that was just DDR that was like masking, as, oh. masquerading as like a RPG. But no. No, no, this was cooler. This was straight this up. This was just cool. This it was, was just straight a straight up. up RPG with a battle system that was DDR. That's cool. That sounds so, super dope. It was amazing. I'm still. And they, the, so they, they also, really cool thing was they actually took like actual bands and stuff yeah. like that, reached out to them. Oh, like legitimate songs? Like legitimate songs, oh. legitimate bands and things like that. So, I mean, they're. Uh, like license. Well, DJ Cutman's on it and oh, like a nice. whole bunch of other stuff. So, uh, yeah, it was really fun. Uh, mm. Very bright, very colorful, and very DDR. And they mapped it properly, too. So, I'm, I'm thinking what, uh, they actually used proper DDR mapping on it. So, it was actually fun to play and could get complicated. Cool. Mm. Um, I'm still waiting for like Elite Beat Agents, too. So, that's anything, not, that, anything that gets close to it's this is not going to happen. Happy. It should happen because what an awesome game. To be fair, let me just say that if I say that again on E3 and they happen, to say go, uh, they happen to go like, hey, yeah, Elite Beat Agents 2. Just, yeah. just ask me to say that stuff will not happen and it'll happen. Because that's happened last year when I said that Shenmue, Final Fantasy 7, and The Last Guardian would all not happen and they all happen in the same day. Well, Shenmue uh, got yeah. all of my votes from E3. <laughs> <laughs> Where you put best of, e, uh, best of E3 every single like Yeah, so we do, our, we do, I think I talked about this already, yeah. so I'll skim over really fast. But we have like a E3... Uh, voting committee. Voting committee, yeah. So we talk about like the best things from E3. Mm -hmm. um, and any applicable uh, section, I put Shenmue 3. So <laughs> it was uh, like best, uh, biggest surprise, best in show, best PS4 game. Yeah, what you didn't see PC behind the game. scenes was that only the people at E3 were, were kind of outvoting things so yeah mm. no I, I i understand that but they gave me a platform for my voice to be heard I, we heard I you used it we just ignored you yep. <laughs> um uh there was like one or two other things i saw uh the behemoth's new game pit people oh how is it super fun uh another turn-based strategy game mm. so uh and and oh, popular now eh oh my god i saw like three turn-based strategy games of the games that I saw, Pit People was one of them. The one I was talking about before, um, put out by a collection of uh, AAAs who moved on to this particular platform uh, from a team called Turbo. Um, and the game they put out, uh, they're putting out is called Super Senso, and it's it's uh, essentially, um, I forgot the name of that game. Was it Battle? No. Battles? Battletoads? No, Battletoads? No, 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 no. Turn-based strategy. <laughs> Battlefront. No, turn-based strategy game. Oh. Just talking about Battleship. It. No. <laughs> <laughs> Every single thing it's we can mention. It's kind of a turn-based yeah. strategy game. Yeah, think about it. Oh, yeah. Wow. He's, original He's, not wrong. Wrong. He's not wrong. You guys are supposed to help me with my little. Okay, wait, wait. What were we talking about? We're so talking many battle about games. The game I was just talking about. We're talking battle about for Middle Earth. <laughs> 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 Battleborn. What was that huge one with the? It had its own like, you had to buy this controller for it. Um, oh, what's that called? Uh, the is it like a mech steel, game or whatever? Steel, steel Commander. Steel, steel Battalion. Steel Battalion. Steel Battalion. That's it. There we go. Yeah, it's nothing like Steel, steel Battalion. Um, but uh, yeah. I lost. I lost it. But anyway, <laughs> so um, Advanced something Wars. about Advanced Wars. Thank you. Thank you. We were just literally just talking about it, and I forgot the word. Hey. I forgot hey. the name. Hey. I. I rock. So You're anyway, welcome. You're your gracious host. host. Yes. host. Thank you, hosts, <laughs> for doing your job. Yeah. A little late, but doing your job. No, sure. anyway. Mm. Uh, yeah. So it's kind of kind of Advanced Warsy, um, really Nintendo style uh, artwork to it. 
Um, they've actually used a few Nintendo people on the on the uh, on the actual development of it. But it's a legit mobile game. Hmm. So uh, I it it's it was really exciting. Um, we're going to actually have them on the. We're, well, I, I, I'm not going to say this yet, but we are going to be having some articles about that one up. So Ooh. if you want to hear a little more in details mm. about that, yes. that's coming up in the next month, I believe. Mm. Next couple weeks. Ooh. Brendan's giving okay. me the oh. Okay. okay. <laughs> no, <I'm kidding. laughs> Maybe. Uh, I, don't yeah, I don't know. Maybe. So, yeah, I mean, I saw a ton of other stuff. I could go on and on and on. Uh, but I think that's the stuff yeah, I, I think, really got to talk yeah. about. Think, but there'll uh, be lots of, uh, in the next week or so, you'll see a lot of PAX articles coming up from Brendan and I. Uh, check, it out, check them out on the website. Yeah, yes. check it out. At, at, at PAX? I did. Yeah. It was exhausting. Again, it was a lot of fun. Did you meet Mike Lots of cool people. 10 out of 10. Would you go again? Who's 10 out of 10. Would who's go Mike and 11 Jerry? 11 out of 10. Yes. Would go again. Mm-hmm. I met a Mike. Did you meet the Mike, Mike Krahalik and Jerry Holkins, the two creators of Penny Arcade who started PAX? No. no. Were you just Googling that? Or did you just no, I know that off my heart. I love <laughs> Penny oh, Arcade. Wow, okay. <laughs> he was like, yeah. Yeah, I'm playing the stupid the Kingdom Hearts oh, okay, game. Okay, because he has his phone out, so I'm like, were you just... Were you just like looking that up so you can no. just hope that I maybe I deeply you can respect mention. those guys. They are okay. very talented artists. Oh, they are. I agree. They're inspira- they're, uh, Penny Arcade was actually what inspired me to make my own webcomic. Because nice. I read wow. their like whole like story about how they like started off and almost lost everything. And they were just like just two guys who just did it. And, mm. Mm. and I was like, well, they did and now it. They I have can like do it too. Three, con- three cons. They have PAX they have Prime, a, yeah, PAX they have East, charity. PAX Four? Pack South and what's the next? The other one. Northeast Southwest. Oh yeah. Oh, Pack Australia, Australia yeah. happened this year too. Yeah. So yeah, Boy, they they've really built that empire. Mm-hmm. I mean, that kind of that's a. Really I mean, they were just two guys thing, drawing then, comics and and and, then and then actually, they yeah, are. they were working at oh, Toys R Us too at the time. Yeah. Oh, wow. Look at that. Mm. Really, really popular empire. Yeah. Mm. So get the book, uh, the wonderful, the wonderfully fantabulous adventures of Penny Arcade. It's like a whole like bio. Oh, cool. Is it like a great book? Yeah. 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 No, I picked it up. It's a really good book. Okay. Movie news. Movies. Cool. Phil, All right. tell, Phil us what's the, up? tell us about the talking pictures. Uh, let me get right into that. Okay, here we go. All right, first up. This is a weird one because I'm not sure why or how this is going to work. But uh, Fox is apparently developing a prequel to The Omen. Which is interesting. Yeah. Wait, like the Omen Omen? Yeah, yeah. The other Omen. Yeah, so I don't understand. Like, is it, it's about, like, is it, like, set in the mother's uterus? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. Yeah, is it about, like, a cult that selects the family? I don't know. It's weird. A very weird choice. Um, Um, Maybe it's, like, another problem child. (laughs) But it can't be. The child, that's what the Omen's about. The kid can't be in it. Maybe he would. Maybe it's it the, the spirit of the demon devil that it, it was it possessing make any, the. Wait, is there anyone was, attached to the project? No. And there's a filmmaker who had made some stuff I'd never heard of. Oh, okay. Um, so kind of. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know what's going on with that, but that's a thing, and maybe it'll happen. Probably not. All right. Next up, um, <clears throat> there's a four-part CGI Watership Down uh, being worked on right now between Netflix and the BBC. Sure, and ruined my childhood. What? Now ruined my <laughs> yeah, adulthood. Yeah. Why? Wait, I don't know. Oh, I remember reading about this. Watership. Yeah, but they announced the voice cast, and it includes people like uh, James McAvoy and Ben Kingsley and John Boyega. So yes, cool. Yeah, you never know. Just yeah. so now, cast. Phil, I know what Watership Down is, but for I'm guessing <laughs> you don't. So just tell me what you know, so I can make sure that you know what it's about. 
Really? Listen, I'm not even going to justify that. Don't even just no, don't yeah. don't really. Don't acknowledge that. I don't know. I didn't watch TV when I was a kid. I went outside. Wow. Then you let ship down the one with the bunnies. Yeah. Yes. So basically, Jordan, what you're saying is you led a trauma-free childhood. I watched like you watched the show. Honestly, no, the only reason not why even I close. Know I'm talking about the. No, he's talking about the. Are you kidding? The Beatrice Potter movies are fucking are terrifying. No, mm-hmm. those rats water... almost baked that cat into a pie. It's just horrifying. No, it wasn't Watership Down. Yeah, okay, almost. Right. In Watership Down, they would have baked him into a pie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait. Yeah. Well, I mean... Okay. And then eaten the pie yeah. in front of the children. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go home and Google plug this. something here. Sorry. Right. The only reason why I know what uh, Watership Down is is because it was in your uh, your top five. It was. It was in my Evil Bunny movie for Easter. Top ten. Uh, it's a top, top ten, list. yeah, top, top ten, 10 evil yeah, because I really had to stretch it out to get to ten. It was tough. Yeah, there are yeah. not a lot of evil bunny movies. Yeah, but I mean, no, Watership had... Down's a linchpin, and the Criterion Collection put it out. Like it's a cl- it's a genuine cinematic classic. Yeah, I I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I saw some pictures of it. Yeah, uh, when I was looking for images for the to do to for the web page, I was mm. like, you were what? horrified, weren't you? Yeah, what the hell, it's wild. Yeah. going on? It's wild. But I mean, it's like it's like Animal Farm. It's all like allegory for World War Two. So oh, there's okay. like an evil Hitler bunny and so forth, taking out, attacking various factions of bunnies. But yeah, mm. things get nasty. Um, anyway, I, yeah, I'm very curious to see how that'll play out. Um, I mean, I've never read the original book, so presumably there is far more material than made it into the like 79 minute uh, 2D animated film. So that'd be space. Oh, okay. All right, next up. Um, it's kind of weird. Um, they've started uh, naming uh, cast members to the next Wolverine movie, which may or may not be Old Man Logan. Um, it should. And uh, Patrick Stewart is going to be in it. Uh, okay, um, that makes sense. Cool. Yeah, obviously, yeah. Professor X. Mm-hmm. And then they added uh, Richard E. Grant, who you guys might know from With Nail and I or Spice World. Wait, what? Yeah, and uh, <laughs> and Stephen Merchant. Was he the bus driver? Wait, Stephen the, Merchant? Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo. I love Stephen Merchant. So apparently it's okay. going to be like a slapstick Wolverine. <laughs> I don't know what to make of it. It's really strange. Really, it's, really strange. Instead of like adamantium claws, he has bananas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, because I like Old Man Longan a lot. I don't remember laughing once. So no. I don't know how like these people are going to fit into it. It's very bizarre. My Yeah, my concern is that like after Deadpool was successful, they were like, now it's got to be silly. And yeah. <laughs> But my uh, no. thing is, is if they say they do Old Man on. Logan, it's only they can only do so much with Fox because like there's all the other like characters and stuff like the Hulk family. I know they can't do any of that stuff, but they, there's enough mutants that they could get away with it just within the mutant universe. True, that's the thing. Yeah, that, that's why they've been able to, to sustain it, Fox, is because the X Men universe is almost as big as the rest of the Marvel universe combined. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I don't know what's going on there. I love Stephen Merchant though, and the idea of Stephen Merchant and Wolverine having an awkward conversation together oh, tickles, that's gonna be great. Fantastic. tickles me to no end. So. <laughs> Anyway, we'll see what's going on with that. Um, yeah, here's another weird one. Uh, Will Ferrell is going to produce and star in a movie um, where he plays Ronald Reagan, but specifically... <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, Wait, what? In particular, <laughs> but specifically, he'll play Ronald Reagan during his second term when he had Alzheimer's, and the concept <laughs> is that it's about... What? Yeah, well, he did. He had Alzheimer's during his second term, and the concept is that because Ronald Reagan was so lost, he had one staff member whose permanent job was just convincing Ronald Reagan he was actually an actor playing the president in a oh, movie. Oh, so oh, it sounds hilarious. Oh, yeah. oh no, it sounds great. Um, uh, he and subsequently, since that announcement came out, Ronald Reagan's son has let it be known that he is not pleased whatsoever. Oh, with there's this no way in yeah. hell he wouldn't be. Poor baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I think it's a great idea. I can't wait. But he was okay with Reaganomics. Oh, oh, that's. 
That's a whole discussion that <laughs> yeah, I, does I, not just got political. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't imagine Ronald Reagan's son had much of a voice in the debate on Reaganomics. <laughs> well, like he's not making any statements about it now. Just yeah, saying. Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, it would have been like, what, like uh, Next thing is movie-ish. Uh, Netflix has announced they're going to do another season of Wet Hot American Summer. Nice. Which is cool, very like exciting. That, yeah. And this time it's going to be take place after the original movie. As opposed to before. Oh, so they're oh, gonna cool. actually play like their age? I don't know. Ish? I have no idea. See, and that was the charm for me. I love that they were just playing <laughs> teenagers so as like forty-year-olds. Oh, I know, but so that's great. It's part of what I like about this too, because now, like after then they were doing a prequel, now they're just for the second season going to jump like way after. Yeah, you know, yeah. It just seems it, like another appropriately silly and ridiculous decision, and that I am like on board. Um, there will also be a Goosebump sequel. Because that was cool. successful mm. enough. Yes. yes. That was actually <laughs> really entertaining. Yeah, I actually, I had fun with it until it turned into just like a CG dance party. Yeah, no, yeah. It, it was it was stupid as all hell, but it was entertaining. Yeah, it was clever. Phil, so, so, did you read Goosebumps as a kid? Of course. See, yes. I missed Goosebumps. I was How Fear was Street possible? because I did Fear oh, Street. Oh, you did Fear Street. And then Goosebumps came after, and I was a little too old and well, a little Fear too Fear Street cool was for that. also the one that had all the like hunky boys in the cover, so I can see what you're <laughs> Don't you judge me. <laughs> it's all right. You, it, was, it wasn't Twilight. You did better than that. Um, but, uh, I never read much Fear Street because, like, the covers all looked like teen romances. They didn't have any monsters, so I didn't they see were the point. Okay, I liked them because they were a little gorier than oh, were Goosebumps. They? See, they should have put that in the cover. I would have read really them. They really should have. The covers yeah. were totally not what was in the story. Right. Yeah, they just looked like moody teens, and I was like, what's this all about? I want monsters. 12 and 13-year-old Lisa remembers yeah, yeah, yeah. that. Also, the TV fan. show of Goosebumps was... Yeah, just amazing. Listen, that theme song, that. listen, that opening, I couldn't watch it because bum, it gave me nightmares. Really? <laughs> just specifically the point when the dog transformed. No. That's when I was like, I'm <laughs> out. I cannot I used to, watch this. I used to you crack up every time. So could you not yeah. watch Animorphs <laughs> then too? Oh, no, Animorphs was fine. <laughs> it, was just the cre- it was just the creepy factor of no. the opening. It was nowhere well, near the creep dude, factor of Are You are Afraid, you afraid of the Dark? Of the dark? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the most horrifying intro of my childhood. Like I went back and watched that recently and was like, it's still pretty good. Hell, nineties Canadian Some of TV. It, I honestly, have to say that like kids like horror shows are in some way creepier than like some. Like, oh, I, I totally horror movies. Kids today, kids today just don't know today. what we went through as no, children. They don't get no, that now. They, they didn't get like, those scary movies. Yeah, 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 they don't yeah. get and that. And a lot today. of those episodes like didn't have like happy conclusive endings. Like no. kids just straight up died. died. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I know it was great. I miss it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Are they rebooting Are You Afraid of the Dark? Was, was, was he really? Yeah, he yeah, was in an episode with Gilbert Gottfried. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was actually ridiculous. I remember I was actually flipping through the channel. I'm here to scare you. Gilbert Gottfried. Just past this Halloween or just before this Halloween. You know, for, for your deep <laughs> ass voice, that was actually a really good <laughs> really? Gilbert Gottfried. And, and yeah, no, he was, he was, he was on. It was like, that's there was like, like the this super black Gilbert and Gottfried. And making things gigantic. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and then his, like, his dog ate some of it and he's like, what the hell? And he looks outside and like, or he looks out his window and you just see this horrible like green screen gigantic golden retriever <laughs> like outside. <laughs> that was a different time. He was young Hercules as well. Let's not never forget. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And on Breaker and can. Breaker High. Breaker High. That's, 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 that's the first thing I remember seeing him in was Breaker High. So then when I saw him in like Drive and whatever, I was like, this is the dude from Breaker High. <laughs> it took me a long time to get over it. Yeah. 
for sure. Okay, I just need to say something because I'm playing the stupid Kingdom Hearts game, and mm. it's doing that bullshit that uh, three five two over eight days did, Again? where it's like it's forcing me. I can't quit the game. It's like forcing me to play the tutorial levels. Like it won't let me choose any other menu option, but whatever. Like it's telling me to do. Actually, it's, funny it's story. It's really getting that annoying. At this I have point. an answer for that. Actually, what? Okay, so originally when they created the game, uh, it, it they were they were told that. Research from for uh, people were playing one no, level and saying, "F this, I'm going back to Angry Birds." No, 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 no. <laughs> they were actually told in Japan that they did not like that Americans didn't like tutorial levels, so they originally released it without any like the, when they were testing it, uh, no tutorials whatsoever. And then they found out people came back to them, "This is too hard. We need a tutorial." I so mean, they kind of did a little bit of a mix. There's really so not, not much, much to this game. It's just yeah. tapping and swiping your finger. Every other mobile game does this. Well, if you America get a little further, though. you'll realize there's actually not that much tutorial. I've to already it. fought a boss, and now I'm like like five levels in, and it just will not let me. My phone is getting hot. Movie like, news. I want to show this off. Movie Sorry. news. Moving on. All right, last yeah. one. Um, uh, Alicia Vikander has been hired to play Laura Croft in the Tomb Raider movie. Oh, I heard. Cool. Yes. Mm -hmm. It's good because she's really good. I don't know if you guys saw Ex Machina. I'm, pretty, I'm yeah, most definitely sure that Phil's awesome. amazing. It's oh yeah, no, so I came good. in here, I told everyone to see it, and then they didn't. That's how it was. I've seen like half of it. A lot of stuff. You do that. Messed up. I saw. The, the, Ex Machina. The it is show? a messed no, up movie. No, I, I, I saw the, like, the clip on Netflix. Mm. That's as much as I saw of Ex Machina so far. So. <laughs> and then I did, like, I gotta watch it. Sure. I'll sit down and watch it. Oh, yeah, I saw it on Netflix like a month ago. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I thought for sure it was going to be this kind of like good story where like the guy ends up saving the robot girl. And then I did like, I saw watched like half of it and I did a bunch of research. It's like, it does not go that way what at all. I watched half of it then re did research. Because I stopped watching it and I <laughs> was doing other things. He Wikipedia the ending. I didn't finish it. Jesus. I need to, but I just did research on it. Watch Why? You had to play another crappy Kingdom Hearts no, game? No, <laughs> if you must know, ridiculous. I had to do cool guy stuff like, you know, have sex. Oh. <laughs> no, what you should have done is wait till the movie. Actually, no. <laughs> Don't do that when the movie ends because, yeah, no, things go things go a different yeah, direction. put you in an unpleasant place for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, I'm looking forward to it. I think she'll be great. And I actually prefer this to Daisy Ridley just because I find it. Uh, she already has a big franchise right now. She doesn't a need big, to. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she's marketable. and Yeah. Yeah, is, I love Daisy Ridley. No, she's great. Don't get me wrong. I just it I just I don't know. I find it like distracting when people have two franchises at the same time. I think you should have one. Shout out to Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody gets yeah, one. Like Jennifer Lawrence, this exactly. Marxist, yeah. uh, cinematic uh yeah. thing, way of thinking now. Yeah. <laughs> as much yeah. as I love Vikander, my whole thing is that I'm anti video game movies. Like there hasn't been one that I've been like, okay, this one's great. Resident Evil Two. Not Resident Evil Apocalypse. Apocalypse is garbage, dude. Yeah, that's the, the worst one. of all the Mount Resident Evil. The second one. Yeah, it's actually set in Raccoon City that and actually has characters you, from the you game. Mean Raccoon City, but it's actually Toronto. What's yeah. wrong with that? Wrapping no, my home no, city. Sorry, that movie's garbage. No, there's any your face Resident is Evil garbage. movie that's close to actually good, quote unquote, is the third one, Extinction. Um, I, I, Other than that, buddy, you can all been take bad. two steps backwards and literally. F your own face because oh, that's ridiculous. <laughs> oh, and some scenes in the first movie, like the laser scene. Yeah, I thought they actually no. got better as they went along. They did. The most recent ones I liked even more than the others. I, I haven't seen any of the You guys are that. smoking, and I want some because uh -huh. that is ridiculous. Dude. Hot garbage. Prince of Persia was good. <laughs> yeah, that was all right. Except you defend it because Alfred Mortal Molina Kombat and ostriches. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's totally fine though. That's that's a, that's a very valid reason to like it. Mm -hmm. it well, yeah. Alfred Molina racing ostriches, like that's. <laughs> yeah, that's Cody's, awesome. but Cody's biased towards ostriches and Alfred Molina. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, Doc Ock, he has my heart. Yeah, he's yeah. really good. Yep. But yeah, video game movies not a good track record. At all. No, absolutely nah. not. Have you not seen Super Mario Brothers? It's a <laughs> classic. Oh, 
I remember. Th- no. <laughs> Remember oh how I said God. hot garbage? Here we go. This is atomic garbage. Oh. So uh, Jordan. Jordan doesn't get the credits deserved. Let me let me, let me give you a little bit of backstory of Shaq and your relationship yes. before you even met each other. Yeah, I listened to the He's podcast. He wanted to go on this podcast. Oh, so yeah. talk to me oh. about this. Hey, yes. we'll have words, son. We will have some words. Do you want to have words? To verbally just you know? beat you down. Yeah. What's, what's our time frame like? Do we have time for words? No, no, we don't. no time okay, for no words. Time. We're talking about next podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Wait, well, Wait, actually, do, we no. go to, do we go to what you're watching or what you're playing? Uh, let's, let's do, let's do, do a quick. Let's do a quick. Yeah, I'm done with the news, yeah, but, but I can like do that. movie reviews. Well, let's do a quick what we playing because not a lot of us have been playing a lot of stuff. Okay, what are you playing first? Oh, do you want me to go first? If you want to go first. Yeah, so I started talking about it last week, but I wasn't sure if I could, but now I'm going to because whatever. I'm playing a game that is currently, I think it's on early access still for Steam. It is called Run, Jump, Gun, Jump, and it's an endless runner where you run and you shoot. And, and you, you jump. jump. And you um, gun. <laughs> yeah, well, actually, you don't actually jump okay. because there's two buttons. One is to jump forward and one is to jump – or one is to shoot forward one is to shoot down. When you shoot down, you kind of fly. Oh, yes. um, <laughs> And the whole the whole premise of the game is uh, it's kind of like uh, super future, uh, some kind of evil – Robots. Know, robots taking over, all that kind of stuff. And uh, they're, they're collecting these shards of some kind of thing. And um, – <clears throat> For some reason, you want them. Oh, so sweet. you're you kind of go and you try to collect these these shards, and they, and each level has a different amount of them that you have to collect. So friggin' hard! Holy crap! <laughs> um, like trying to balance flying and shooting forward because you can't do both at the same time. You have to decide like how oh. far am I going to drop and how like how much can I destroy in front of me at any given time with like random oh. projectiles shooting at you, like obstacles in your way. Um, trying to get as many of these shards as you can. Uh, it is so frustrating but so rewarding. And it's um, it's done in a really cool um, almost 8-bit art style, but it's not quite. Um, the 8.5-bit. <laughs> not 16-bit either. I don't know. It's really weird. It's like 12-bit. It's, it's 2D. It's 2D, but it doesn't look pixelated. Um, but it's like super 80s neon, like pink and like my light now. blue uh, with uh, with like... This really rad techno. This seems to soundtrack. be this trend that's going on oh, now, yeah, right? Totally. Well, it's so like it's so attractive to the indie eye. game. Yeah, yeah. that's Jack, why. Jack, if you were about to say that you did not like the eighties, oh, Jack doesn't like the eighties. Oh, I don't. You are wrong. I don't like the eighties as an aesthetic. No, you know you're wrong. Aesthetic is you are Awful, so wrong. Get out. <laughs> Look at the Lisa's best hair. color palette. Get out. Uh, CMYK, baby. Come on. Now I'm in the hot seat. Okay, yeah. You know, now, I, I know I'm how Jordan you. feels. It's gross. It's fun. It's like Thank a campy. You. I like to laugh at yeah. it. It's campy, but yeah. like, no, as like, like it. a Jigo yeah, likes the gritty, like ultra-realistic I think, 90s. I think give it give it another year and all the indie all the indie teams will stop using that aesthetic, I think. I, it's just... It's a lot. I say yeah. that, but I also have a lot of nostalgic appeal for like the late '90s when they tried to make everything chrome. <laughs> <laughs> no man, that's because it was extreme. Because it, yeah, yeah. it was the new millennium. Like, listen, any like rap video in the '90s, like Crump Daddy. Oh yeah, always. It was always. always in that room with like the fish island. Yes, yeah. Yeah. I yeah, love yeah. those. Yeah, that, like bright. It was like bright, like super white room with a yeah. fish lens. Like, a lot and, of uh, buckles. He just, exactly. Yeah. Okay, and, like, he just walked out, but we got to get Brendan to come in in his parachute shiny. pants. Yeah. Oh, did he have parachute totally pants? 90s. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, with like shiny clothes. Too. Exactly. Like, like, time. So everything looked like it was I understand. Like, like, I, I understand the appeal of the <laughs> '80s because I love that terrible era so mm-hmm. much. I feel like I like I should have been born in the '80s. I would have done well in the '80s. As one of the only people here born in the '80s, me, yeah. me, Rhett, and Phil represent. Yeah. Well, technically, yeah, I right. was born in the '80s. Yeah. The end of the '80s. Yeah, I remember the '80s. <laughs> my, <laughs> my birth certificate has an out of here dinosaurs. Old man, 
93 squad. That's what's up. Represent. <laughs> Represent. <laughs> oh, my God. Where the hell am I? <laughs> <laughs> hey. You, you can't your nineties things in your slap bracelets. <laughs> you know, Let's take Lisa on. back to the home for dementia. <laughs> <laughs> I need my pills. Where am I? I need my... My, my sciatica. <laughs> you off my lawn. <laughs> <laughs> Lisa, what are you oh playing? Yeah, I've just playing. finished Severed and I loved Ooh. it. Every moment of it. Uh, for those of you it's who don't know, crazy intense. Well, for those of you who don't describe know, describe it to Jordan because he doesn't know what you're talking about. So, Jordan, about. Yeah, I know I what you're know. talking about, but I want to know, know if you know, know what you're talking about. <laughs> so, I just want to prove to you my knowledge. Okay, please. All right, so it's, it's a touchscreen uh, slasher game. Uh, RPG. Made uh, by Drinkbox Studios, yeah, local made by boys here in Toronto. Yes. Oh, is it kind of like. um? So. Like a Tales game, kind of, almost? No, no. Okay, so it is, it's shot in the first person. So you're playing as our, our hero. Okay. Sasha, heroine. Our heroine, actually, Sasha. Ooh, how about the ladies? So who has to, uh, <laughs> yeah. Actually, this, I got to tell you, there's a bunch Slash of stuff. Off. As I was reading about reading up on this, there was a bunch of really cool stuff that happened in this game. But uh, I'm not going to get too much in the story because I think part of the best, like the best part about it is there's so much mystery in it. You really kind of dropped in and you only get hints as you're going through and you can build up your story as you're going. But it's, uh, you're playing as a first person, um, you random encounter RPG style game, okay. um, kind of a linear map that you're following. Uh, for those of you who know Drinkbox's other work, like Guacamole, you know the artwork is gorgeous. So good. It's beautiful. This is a beautiful, beautiful game. It's a really rich, developed story. Like I said, I don't want to get into it. Um, and it's, uh, so Guacamole was kind of, South American inspired, Mexican inspired. This mm -hmm. one is more, uh, from what I understand, South Asian inspired. In fact, the soundtrack itself is, uh, I can't remember the name exactly of the type of instrument, but it's a South Asian bell instrument that originated out of the Philippines. And they actually okay. go uh, kind of like a fusion version of like traditional music from that time. So it's, it's really, it's really creates the ambiance and the, the mystery of the whole thing. But it's, it's a hard game. Like, it starts off pretty easy, and yeah, I was kind of worried the first little bit that it was going to get repetitive, but the more uh, things that are introduced to it, the more challenging everything gets, and it keeps all the fights really, really fresh. There was actually one, like, you, and you really have to learn, use everything you've learned as you played. I was playing this one boss for, like, almost an hour before I realized I was not using one of the strategies that was taught earlier on. But so no, you gotta you like you really have to pay attention to what you're learning and okay. use everything. They they really thought about every mechanic they put into it, and I love that. And I love that it was challenging. I don't like. I mean, especially it's a, for like a like a mobile title. Like, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And and it, it's not like well, it's, it's not mobile. It's for Vita, but it's like a mobile oh, style game. Oh, sorry. Right? I, thought, I thought you were yeah. saying it was. But uh, they they it is played like touch screen. Okay. Uh, touch screen. Um, and yeah, but they actually use every mechanic and make it a they they, they really utilize the the Vita to its full oh, wow. potential. I loved it. Actually, made a First, game for finally, the Vita. yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, yeah. It only took what no, like, that's seven what years. Like seriously, <laughs> I if I didn't have one, I would have gotten like Tearaway. <laughs> Haven't had like a good Vita game since like what Tearaway? Yeah, basically mm -hmm. one that actually Patapon. uses the Vita. No, that was that was PSP. Was, there was that something wars crap. What was it called? Battle wars. Battle wars. No, it was. Oh, Keep talking. I'm battle figure it Wars, out. Battle yeah. of Battle. Battle, battleship. <laughs> battle, <laughs> battle, Seal the final battle. <laughs> battleship, the movie, the game. <laughs> the final battle. <laughs> Have you guys played that? That game is trash. Well, that movie was trash. Oh, it is. Yeah. But that was supposed and to be really good. I was just going to say, all the Persona the titles are on Vita as well. Yeah, but those are also on the 3DS and better. Yeah. Oh, I went there. Okay. 
Well, I like that I had a reason. I like that I had a reason. You're going to fire Cody when this podcast is over. Sorry. I like that I had a reason to pull up my Vita. Hands on top. That means stop. Everybody hands up. Everybody hands down. Now let's close. Now break it down. But yeah, it was great. I like If you don't have a Vita, go buy one and play this game. Seriously, it's really awesome. Yeah, that good, eh? Yeah. Yeah, I, I gave it a really good score. Or, or do you think like if if you if you want to get a Vita, like maybe buy like a used one for this one, and then maybe just wait till they bring it up for 3ds. I was gonna say wait till like the PS4 version. They'll do that cool like I'm stuff kidding. with like uh, the go you know, go steal one from your friends. Depth perception, like, Lily. Mm-hmm. Get off the street! No, don't do that. Don't do that. I do not condone stealing, listeners. When Tearaway I was do. only on PS Vita, I was like, you know what? I might buy a Vita for this because this seems like a really cool game. And then they're like, hey, we're making it for PS4. Oh, I was like, sweet. nope. But that's a different game. Hmm? That's a different game. It's Is not it? the same one. Yeah. I thought it was the same no, one. No, no, no. It's a different game. Yeah, you oh. wouldn't be able to because there was stuff that only worked. And I heard that the they worked Vita. around that with a trackpad, though. Like, I'm pretty no, sure. Yeah, but no, it's, it's not because no, there were played things it. where it's you had to touch the back controller and then you saw your fingers come out of the screen. Yeah, that's true. I did a let's play for it. It's not the same game. Okay. It was with. Uh, I'm, like a, I'm like yeah. 98% anyway. sure you're wrong. Basically. It takes me a little bit to realize when Jordan's just being a troll. And I'm, like, <laughs> I'm sitting there like actually getting a little flustered. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that my job is complete. <laughs> he knows what to do. He knows how to push your butt. Brendan is like two steps away from going, that's just dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, we should come up with like so, like so a I big like playlist of like Brendan <laughs> phrases. Oh my god, I got a million of them. <laughs> what have you been playing? Um, hmm, what was the last thing I played? I have been playing a little old game called Corpse Party. It was a game I was following for a little yeah. bit, and uh, it looked really cool because they were making one for 3DS. Yeah. And I got a Steam code for it to play it on PC, and I got really excited because I was like, "All oh, right, this is gonna be like the one that's coming up for 3DS. It's gonna be great." Got home. Popped it in, and I was sorely mistaken. <laughs> Not that it's like bad, okay. But what I got, um, I didn't actually get a chance oh, to play okay. that yet. Because I thought I you, haven't popped you mis- it in yet. Um, so what I got was because way back in the day when Corpse Party first was she made, Lisa post get uh, like put a. a, a Fire for infectionator survivors. Yeah, yeah. And and that's we that's t- that's what just that's what he was saying. He didn't have a chance yeah. to play yet. Yeah, he he was confused. Sorry, that I forgot that we're not on camera. Um, yeah, so I wasn't confused. I was saying I knew what I was talking about. Okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, so what I got was it was a, a game back made way back in the day. It was like early stages of RPG Maker. It was a horror game. It's actually like kind of like a vis- uh, interactive novel. Really cool. But what I got what I was the okay. Uh, Actually, before I get off to it, so what they did is that they they remade the original with like updated graphics and all that stuff in 2008. They called it Corpse Party Blood Covered. Then in 2011, they re-updated Corpse Party Blood Covered for the PSP and called it Corpse Party Blood Covered Repeated Fear. So what I got was a re-release of Corpse Party Blood Covered. What's coming out for the 3DS is an update of the updated version of Repeated Fear. That's just going to be called Corpse Party. So there's a whole crazy I'm like so whack. Confused. Yeah. So they're up. So the 3DS one is an update of the update for Blood Covered, okay. also called Repeated Fear. So yeah. So I got the base. I got the basic package. Um, it was pretty good. Uh, tonally all over the place. Like it's just this like little fun top down kind of like walk around the spooky school bunch of kids on the night of like the anniversary of the day that the 
bunch of murders happen at this elementary school in Japan, you know, and the school was torn down and someone thought, hey, you know what we should do? Build a high school on top of that. That's okay. And then so they encant to this, uh, this thing called Sachiko uh, Ever After, which is like a... It's an, a ritual that people do, that they do, where like they all grab a little piece of paper doll and they tear it and they say a little prayer and it binds them all together as best friends. Mm-hmm. Little do they know, since they're doing spooky occult shit in a spooky occult school, <laughs> that uh, it opens a portal to the nether world and they get sucked into the spooky occult oh nether school and all the spirits of the dead elementary kids try to murder all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I was a little underwhelmed because, yeah, like it is an early build of the game, so like it does a lot more with uh, like like text and describing very like gory details of how people are getting killed. Whereas the 3DS version actually like is including like totally from the ground up um, animated cutscenes to show like the the spookiness. So I think that works a little bit better. But at the same time, I was kind of like, why do I need to be like some luddite who can't get scared by like horror books? I need to like see the spookies. So. It was, and like it's got a, it like when and I, when I was playing it, it actually felt a lot like I was playing um, Deadly Premonition. Like yeah. mm-hmm. when the horror was on, it was on, but then it just has these weird shifts in tone, and like it just turns into a bit of like a joke almost, and you oh. can't like stay why scared. Would, why? Because okay, so like like one of the like in the very first like level, right? You're walking around the school, and it's like really spooky atmosphere, but in the background, it's got this like like playing like it's like weirdly like it's like playing like 70s funk kind of yeah it's like it's like but it's okay, like you spooky know 70s funk. you kind of you kind of sold me on the game with that right there <laughs> like that's what i mean it's like it's like spooky it's like this the, the main theme of the game but it's got this like real like like, like funk and I, I was sitting there like at like 12 in the morning or whatever just like jamming out like yeah I, i'm not scared anymore this is awesome you make it sound like george clinton in the parliament fucking delegate <laughs> Yeah. Okay. It, it really Ten points did. for the George Clinton. <laughs> oh my god, it really did. <laughs> so I was kind of just like, like, what the heck? But then you know, you get into a part where it's actually like kind of scary and things like start getting really intense, and it's like, it actually becomes kind of an interesting little horror game. It's okay. This is kind of cool. But then it's like, and it's like, okay, well now I'm not scared anymore. So from what I've seen of like let's plays of the like th- the 3ds version like from because mm-hmm. it released in japan like uh, like last month mm-hmm. um it looks like they actually fixed a lot of that stuff like they they reworked the music so tonally it fits properly like it's got like, more of like a like a creepy ambiance soundtrack as opposed to just like you know jazz funk yeah um but do you recommend the game i do it you know mm-hmm. what it actually isn't that bad i i reviewed it for the site i think i gave it like a 7.5 because it's like it's not perfect but mm-hmm. like because it came out in 2008 i really can't hate on it all that much like it's it's old right yeah. it's it's happened um, but yeah, I would, I would, I would say if you want to play it and see like that little relic of that, like nugget of time, then, um, maybe pick it up on steam, but maybe just wait till it comes out on 3ds. Cause the 3ds version actually looks like, like way better. Like mm-hmm. graphically they are, they're enhanced. They're actually enhancing the updated version's graphics. So it looks like way better than the yeah. updated version. And like, yeah, they have the animated cutscenes. like they're the, the shifts in tone are all like, it's all like appropriate. It feels mm-hmm. more like a horror game. So I would say just wait for that. That's what I'm doing basically. Okay. Um, actually, Jack, what do you play, man? I have a game. Um, it's this game called Koi for PS4. It's a small okay. indie game. And it's noted because it's the first uh, game to be released on a major console by the Chinese. Because a couple years ago, they made having consoles legal for some reason. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. And so they... This it's is not like an embargo, is it? No. Okay. The embargo, if there was, it, it came out like on the 19th. Oh, okay. So it's so already out. It's, so already, yeah, it's already out. I love how you say it, though. It's the first game made by the Chinese. <laughs> the <laughs> Chinese. Oh, man. 
sorry. Are we I going to another racist I podcast? Mean, I don't mean a racist. I mean, like, literally, yeah. this those is silly Chinese, yeah, they're no, so behind the times. Just the way you said, like, just saying it what? like that, you could say it's the first game out of China. Sorry. But you say it's the first game made by the Chinese. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> My bad. I don't know. Phil is just shaking his head. Phil is just shaking his head. Listen, you guys made it that bad. Anyway, it's a small game. It's okay. It's okay. Shaq, you can get away with it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Stop it. Everybody just stop saying things. Wait, wait, wait. Everyone, everyone, stop. Stop. Hammer time. Okay. Restart. Shaq is playing a game. First game out of China. First game out of China for a major console. And so all it is. I'm not any of that out. You know that, right? Oh, my God. You play a small little koi fish. and You're just swimming around. Looking for your dad. Actually, it's You're finding whole, Dory. <laughs> there's a whole environmental message to the game because, like, you find these, like, like as you're swimming, the like the game gets darker. It's like supposed to represent pollution. You have to avoid these like blackfish. Um, oh yeah. Like, <laughs> don't, don't even. Think. Jordan, oh my god. Stop it. This is not the time or the place. <laughs> oh my god, Jordan. Um, <laughs> Jordan, but, um, do I need to explain dude. something to you about fish? Oh. You know when uh, I've had goldfish before, and when a goldfish starts uh, like uh, developing these, just if it not naturally has mm. these colorations, if it starts developing these black spots and eventually engulfs its body, that means mm. it's got a disease. That's the thing. It has nothing to do mm. with race. I don't know and what you're going <laughs> after. <the g> <laughs> it's everything to do with avoiding a sickness. The black goldfish <laughs> are hella cool and hey, goofy looking. Sh shut up. Sh let me continue. Well, you have to tell your host to shut up. That's the end of I, our I little apologize. talk about Koi today. Okay, Thanks I for apologize. Listening to the CGM hey, well, <laughs> Phil's still got to do his movie reviews. Listen, okay, I'll just make it quick. The gameplay is literally just you swim around. You don't have to make it quick. Go on. Okay. Uh, the gameplay, you just swim around, find other smaller fish. You just bring them to flowers to help them bloom, and then you just go on to the next level. It's not a deep game. It's it's The game, honestly, is I finished it in an hour and a half. <laughs> Shaq has not broken eye contact with me this entire oh. time. I, but honestly, it's it just like about it's really, fish. It's, it sounds like it's really like just a, it's an experience more thing than is, a game. It's, yeah, it's more of like an atmospheric mm -hmm. type game. It's similar, like it's not uh, far from something like Journey or Flow or yeah. like something by that game company. Yeah. Oh, it sounds and, really pretty. Like it has a really cute art style. Like it's very mm -hmm. simple, and the soundtrack is really good. It's by this um Chinese uh, is is Chinese um. I don't remember. I think it's like a violinist. I'm not sure. But oh, it's oh. the first Chinese violinist. Does it <laughs> <laughs> the first Chinese violinist. Does it sound? <laughs> but his name is uh, Zeta, and like it's very atmospheric. First violin score made by the Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you, all of you, so much. Is, hey, Shaq, they did this to me on my first podcast. It's your turn it's for okay, the hazing. It's okay, man. Part of the process. Yeah. Okay. And I do it to Jordan <laughs> yeah. every day. It just means we like you. Yeah. yeah. But um, Sometimes like, in Phil case, it's a little too much. The, the, no. the problem for me for the game is the fact that it is... Um, it's like I said, an hour and a half long, and that's me not even looking for all the collectibles because you find like small puzzle pieces and stuff. Yeah. But uh, total two hours tops for ten dollars, I can't justify that price. Mm, yeah. Like if, if it was something for like five dollars, mm. I could understand. But like there's if, not there's nothing much of the gameplay for you to even go back well, to. If it. you had Before gone after the collectibles, the about uh, does the gameplay length determine the price? But like, like, like I wouldn't, not even length, but just like the depth of the content. Yeah, like if you had gone for all the collectibles, how the long would the game have been? The soundtrack is very enjoyable. Like, was it like a traditional instrument? Was it yeah. okay? So it was like an but, air who. That but it was to be fair, yeah. you can get through Journey in like two hours. 
So what's but the difference? I felt like there was just more to it than like Journey felt more like an adventure. Personally. Exactly. Literally, um, like Koi just felt like it was just something that you could find for like two dollars on Steam. But uh, <laughs> said you could find it for ten dollars on Steam <laughs> instead of ten dollars on the on like PS4. But like. If you, like if you really want an atmosphere game, like if you're looking for that for like a smaller price, like it's it's wait till it goes on discount for like five bucks. But otherwise, it's not really like something yeah. to go out of your way for. Like it's an it's a good footnote in like the like the PS4's like lifespan and for like game development, the game industry in general, because like this could open the potential for like more studios in China to do like. Maybe. We'll get like yeah. we'll get bigger games. Yeah, so this is just like the small start. So it is a good start for yes. like the the Chinese game development scene. Then yes, cool. All right. Yeah. Cool. Are you playing anything? Nope. Nope. Cool. What have you seen? What are you watching? Okay. I was <laughs> You're not taking control of this. Wait, Phil. Mm-hmm. Stop. Mm-hmm. Phil, what have you been watching? Oh, thank you so much for asking, Cody. <laughs> um, so yeah, I got a couple things this week. First up uh, is the one that I reviewed. That'll be up on the website, and that is. Are you destroying your phone? Um, I'm coloring. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's just because it's on the... Okay, you know, this is useless for the listeners. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so... Um, yeah, for, it's called Green Room. It's a film by Jeremy Selmier. He did uh, the movie Blue Ruin that came out a couple of years ago. I don't know if you guys saw that. Uh, I didn't see Blue Room, but yeah. I saw Green Room. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you have seen Green Room. Yeah, I saw it uh, back at uh, TIFF. Oh, you saw the movie? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That so was great, wasn't it? Movies um, named Room. Here's yeah. the thing. When, yeah. I, when I saw it, I came in completely blind. Yeah. And the way this was pitched to me yeah. was... Uh, punks versus neo Nazis, and they made it sound like it was like an over the top, yeah, yeah, crazy yeah. like the Warriors kind of movie. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. but no, it's not that. Yeah, it's more not even slightly and intense. Yeah, yeah. From the opening, it's just depressing. Yeah, it's dark. So yeah, it's about. Uh, so yeah, like I said, it's about punks versus neo Nazis. Yeah, that's why I started by saying uh, Jerry Solner and bringing up Blue Ruin because Blue mm-hmm. Ruin is a super depressing. Uh, oh, is it? Thriller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And I found it I, I, like bleakly funny too. I find, in fact, like it is. Yeah, like Green Room is like the fun one versus his <laughs> other one. So anyway, so yeah, for uh, people who haven't seen it, it's about yeah, a uh, really wayward and depressed uh, punk band led by uh, Anton Yelchin from Star Trek and uh, Elias Watchet from uh, Rest of Development. And uh, yeah, they're doing so probably they're like siphoning gas between gigs. They're and broke. They play like an <laughs> afternoon show in a diner and they're desperate to get, so they're desperate for cash to, uh, to get home and accept a gig at a uh, neo-Nazi skinhead rally. Which they're not thrilled about, but they do, and then it, you know, is awkward, but they get away with it, and they're... <laughs> the uh, opening song that they play yeah, yeah. is Nazi Punk's F Off F by off the Dead Kennedys. Kennedy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's, so it's a little rough, but they do, they, they get through, and then they're just about to leave when one of them goes back to get their cell phone, and they find someone murdered in the green room, at which point they're trapped inside and barricaded in by the Nazi skinheads, and the Nazi skinheads uh, call their boss, who's played by Patrick Stewart, which is excellent, nice. and yeah. he sets about cleaning things up and he will kill as many people as possible to do it. So yeah, it's kind of like a siege uh, thriller. Um, it is uh, <clears throat> I, it is very, very intense. I found it fun. I can see it is depressing, certainly. Yeah. It is dark and it is gritty and it is real, but mm. I found it very fun. Uh, it is, yeah, it sort of reminded me it's like somewhere between like an early John Carpenter movie and like a Coen Brother movie. Yeah. It has that kind of like eccentric characterization and some like really, really bleak comedy, but it's also very like, Dry and quick and and efficient and specific and brutal and, and brutal. <laughs> oh yeah. my god! Brutal. There's like one. There's I mean like it's one of those movies that like because I've seen it twice now. It feels more violent than it actually is. Like there is one really really crazy gore gag. It's fantastic. And then other than that, most of it's suggested. It's just that 
it's all situational. It happens when you don't expect it. It's messy. And uh, a it's lot like of it's really like, intense, small bursts. Yeah, lives. totally. Yeah. yeah. And then like just a lot of tension in between. Mm. Um, and uh, yeah, the cast is really good. Uh, Yelchin's a good whiny little nerd, which is his specialty. And uh, Imogen Poots pops up mm. as a, uh, like the kind-hearted uh, Nazi punk who becomes like de facto was hero. She, was she a Nazi punk? I thought she was just like someone like the witness, just like a witness. It's hard to say. I mean, they like definitely like her. They, it seemed like they were part of the community and that everyone knew who they were, and, mm-hmm. and that's why the friend got killed. Yeah, and so forth. Um, but yeah, no. And then Patrick Stewart is really fantastic. But what I like, about it, it, like, it seems like weird casting aside from the fact that he's bald. But it 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 actually makes a lot of sense because when you see him, because he is like a very like he's so used to this that he's very mm. kind of like refined about his evil nazi behavior and yeah. that works very well for him and he's creepy as hell and that oh. was great i think i think what works is that like the villains that they didn't make them just like kind of dumb villains and no they're, they're like smart and organized and whatever and they're yeah, just like yeah. they like they, they didn't and one even of them's even them. really empathetic like, yeah the like, one guy that everyone's making fun of you kind of feel bad for yeah it's like it's not like, like a nazi <laughs> it's not like you, like yeah. it's weird to say uh, you don't sympathize with nazis but like is you don't hate them just because of what they are. They're just like, yeah, this is just what we have to do. Yeah. It's like you guys just showed up at the wrong place, wrong time. The whole thing is. Yeah, you really get everyone's perspective. <laughs> the thing is, the yeah. whole situation would be avoided if he just didn't look. Yeah, yeah, If he yeah. just like grabbed the phone, turned around and left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't but, hate you because you're a Nazi. Yeah, you're yeah. a Nazi because I hate yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, like a lot of the people have been praising Patrick Stewart, like for a good reason, because he's yeah. really good. But they make him seem like he's terrifying. No, he's just like, he's just smart. Oh, yeah. No, he's very controlled. That's what mm-hmm. it is. It's not like he's playing a monster. Yeah, or it's not like he's scaring and, and you. I, like, but, ah. but I found it in, intimidating based on that. And it's yeah. also just like, you know, it's one of those things where like you cast someone that you're not used to seeing that way. That mm-hmm. could have had its own impact as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I found it very like dark and twisted and mm-hmm. fun and grueling. And I really re- recommend it for mm-hmm. I think it's not like really a horror movie, but it's like a thriller intense enough that it feels like yeah. one. Honestly, the first time I saw it, I was disappointed because it wasn't over the top. But then the yeah. more I thought about it, like afterwards, I was like, "No, that was really, really good. Well done." Oh yeah, no, it gets I'm, to you. I'm gonna go see it again. Oh, for sure. And there are a couple big, gross moments. For oh sure. yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, when it's brutal, it's yeah, vicious. It is, yeah. So it'll get there. So yeah, I really recommend that. That's a good time. Uh, this is so nice to have someone that's also seen the movie. Right? Right. Have a bit of conversation. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's great. Um, uh, and Phil, then, why don't you just tell us you want us to watch more movies? I'll watch a movie for you. <laughs> I try all the time. No one does it. Um, it's because you never listen. <laughs> I remember like the year Gravity came out. I was like, guys, you have to see this. And no one went to see it. It's gravity. It's gravity. I was like, no, you have to see it in the theater. It makes a big difference. Yeah. No one. No one. Uh, to be fair, I wasn't here for yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gravity in IMAX is terrifying. Oh yeah, it was amazing. <laughs> it, was, it was amazing. It was amazing, but like that was the first time I ever actually flinched at a 3D movie. I was I like, whoa! As I was trying to explain everyone, I think Brandon did Avatar see it eventually, but uh, the other co-host at the time did not. And then later on, they all saw it at home, and they're like, yeah, "I should have seen that in the theater." I was like, "Yeah, I was no, like, yeah, you should have." <laughs> I literally spent months trying to tell you, talk to you about that. Um, and yeah, and then the other one I saw the sort of. Uh, Bigger release of this week is uh, Keanu. Uh, the I'm Keanu, dying to see Keanu it. Peele movie. Um, yeah, it's it very, very fun. It was, I, I always like enjoy their sketch show. Um, and uh, I thought they translate well to a movie because they always did kind of like, you know, movie parodies and, and, mm. and use cinematic style within it. And it worked quite well. It's not like brilliant. Like I think that, and it's, I wouldn't, it's 
because some of their sketches are really insightful and clever. They're not really trying to do that here. I find like it's really, really hard for people to really get a sketch to translate into movies because it either feels like one sketch stretched out way too long or a mm-hmm. bunch of sketches strung together to pretend it's a story. Mm-hmm. And they sort of were smart enough to just kind of do sort of more straightforward uh, kind of action comedy. In a weird way, it felt almost kind of like a nod to John Wick of all movies. Um, beyond <laughs> being called Keanu, it sort of hinges on a someone's losing their pet and getting growled up in a vicious crime saga, which doesn't I was, seem like a coincidence. I was really yeah. hoping that Keanu would just show up at some point in that movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, th- yeah, I shouldn't talk about that. But um, so yeah, uh, Jordan Peele plays. Uh, Yes and no. Um, Jordan, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so yeah, Jordan Peele plays a sort of uh, kind of layabout stoner character who's recently broken up with his girlfriend and lost, and then uh, this little kitten shows up in his front door, and his life is saved, and everything's working out great. And then, Sweet. Uh, and <laughs> the then end. Buddy, played by John Michael Keel, uh, he, no, Key. John Michael, Keegan, Michael Michael Keel. Key, Keegan Michael Key. Keegan Michael Key. Yeah. We screwed just that key. up. Just There's too much. He's got too much name going yeah. on. Yeah. Pick one, man. You'll get two. Yeah, it was better when they went. You know what? I'm just doing key and peel from here on out. There I don't want to do it. Yeah, yeah just say key and then peel. Key and peel. Yeah, there's they have too one much. name. Yeah, it's too much. They, they, did, a, they did that already. They, they were smart yeah. enough to don't know that. Anyway, so key, uh, he plays a really kind of like nerdy uh, suburban father and uh, kids are going away for the weekend. So he's going to hang out with his old buddy. And uh, unfortunately, uh, Keanu gets kidnapped and that devastates everybody. So they go ask, uh, so yeah, Peel decides to go ask his weed dealer who lives across the street, played by Will Forte, who's hysterical. Oh my God. Um, it's not with cornrows in the trailer. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> He's just fantastic. Um, and he yeah tells them that there was probably this gang uh, led by Red Man downtown. So they go to see him. And Shinnanigan. You mean Method Man? Method Man, sorry. <sighs> Hey, I'm sorry. I'm, <laughs> Phil, <laughs> learn your men. I'm, I'm too I'm too much of a hip hop head for, yeah, you, yeah. for you to ignore that. No, no, that was a horrible mistake, and I sincerely apologize. No, it's understandable. Like they, yeah, they yeah. went by Method Man and Red Man, so it was like people got confused sometimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, so he plays drug dealer and uh, they sort of pretend to be drug dealers and da 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 da. Um yeah, no, I found it uh yeah. Really funny. Um, they had just enough cute cat comedy without being too much to get irritating. Um, they're, yeah, some of the, like, with them pretending to be, you know, gangsters is really, really funny. There's this whole running gag about he being obsessed with George Michael and, like, <laughs> trying to con- And eventually, and he's also, like, a team builder um, for, like, uh, inspirational speaker for his job. So he, like, is left alone with a group of the gangsters and he, like, teaches them to be a more effective team and gets them super <laughs> into George Michael, which is priceless. Priceless. So there's a lot of stuff like that that's really, really funny. The action's even fr- uh, fairly well done uh, for this type of thing. So... Yeah, no, I really enjoy them, and uh, I think I think they went the right route to sort of not make something too ambitious for the first one. Just keep it simple, and it totally works. It was super fun. Um, they took advantage of our rating, which was nice. Get to see him drop F-bombs and cut people up, which is good times for everybody. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, it was just a good time overall. Really I'm enjoyed it. glad to it. hear it. I'm probably going to go see it soon. It's yeah, been no, a really totally long should. time since yeah. I've seen a good comedy, like, in the theater, too. Yeah. So, like, mm-hmm. No, you totally should. I mean, like, it's not like... You know, it's not gonna like change things. You know no. what I mean? I didn't <laughs> like, think it would. Yeah. It's pretty straightforward, but uh, but a good comedy is a good comedy, yeah, right? Yeah. And that's, and that's hard enough laugh. to do. And it actually like looks and feels like a movie, which some comedies don't. 
Um, and uh, yeah, I, I'm, I liked it. I'm excited to see what they do next because now that they can actually do mm. one, I'd like to see them yeah. get a little bit more ambitious. Um, so yeah, yeah good times all around. Um, and, uh, and yeah, and then finally, uh, I saw another movie uh, just uh, earlier today called Precious Cargo that comes out this weekend. And if you ever want to see a movie that stars uh, 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 Zach Morris and Bruce Willis and wait. sucks balls. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, Zach Morris. Wait. That name sounds familiar. From Saved yeah, by, by the Bell. Are you yeah. serious? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who was he? Screech? I mean, it's, no, it's that was generous a... to say stars Bruce Willis. He participated for like 10, 15 minutes. You can literally say that about good. every role he's ever done in like the past like five years. I know, but it, this was pretty rough. Yeah, it's just one of those like, you know, movies made to trick you on VOD. So you're like, oh, Bruce Willis is in this. And he then, literally just no, needs to show up to make Zach bank. Morris. That's it. Uh, oh. Zach Morris in a beard shoot people up. And it, oh. and it's kind of amusing for a bit. Man, life's been rough garbage. since high school, eh? Yeah. It was, it was really rough. Apparently the bell did not right. save him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So there you go. Two good ones and a piece of garbage. So keep an eye out awesome. for those uh, reviews at uh, cgmegaonline.com. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Cody, yeah. take us home. I'm taking us home. You just Here let him go. You just totally <laughs> let him take that power, right? Yeah. Well, no, I was actually segueing into it by saying you can check those out on cgmegaonline.com. You can also check out all of uh, Lisa's uh, in-depth packs. Uh, Exclusive. They'll be seriously in depth. Are they? Are they exclusive? No, nah, they won't be exclusive. exclusive. I don't know. None of the, well, none of that you thing. know what? They're exclusive in the sense that they're written by you only for us. Yes. So exactly. Yes. Um, so that? yeah, our, our exclusive <laughs> <laughs> exclusive <laughs> Lisa. <laughs> That's what it is. Uh, Brennan has Lisa some stuff going. Yes. Lisa has some. Or Brennan has some stuff going up as well. We've got a. The interns working around the clock transcribing interviews. Uh, yes. Have them chained to a desk. Uh, they can't what we leave. give them food, food and water? It's days. fine. Yeah, we throw, shack, we throw shack, bread at them. Shack. Every now I bought and then. you a lemonade. That's true. Or Thank rather, Jordan I did. I bought you a lemonade. So yes. you're still getting fed. Yes. Anyway, sorry. Thank Cody, you. Go. Um, but if you don't want, uh, you know. But we also have. You can find us on other mediums. We're on Twitter at CGMag Online. You can check us out on Facebook at Facebook.com/slash Comics Gaming Magazine. And we're on the that that video streaming that the new revolutionary video streaming site uh youtube yes i have a feeling it's really gonna yeah. take man, off man you, I, I don't know man i, I don't know hearing, you can't replace hearing regular things. tv man I've, it's no, no nothing's <laughs> ever gonna replace regular tv Listen. it's just a fact yeah no hard fact Mm-mm. guys what do i do with all my vhs tapes myspace uh, yeah. video put them in your vhs yeah. player Listen, and you watch video them. is the move that's yeah, what no dude <laughs> guys guys betamax let's be real here okay yo listen Laser discs are great. <laughs> hey, 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 guys! Careful how you insult laser discs. He has a, Brendan has a collection of over two thousand laser discs. Do you? Re- does he really? One thousand. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, he's just emotioning. Still a lot of laser yeah. discs. Right. I don't even I know. Feel like there I don't even think a thousand could... laser disc movies. <laughs> yeah. Well, you guys should all tune into Brendan's laser disc podcast. Yeah. <laughs> our our Twitch one, stream really is just all be. his laser discs like played on <laughs> repeat. <laughs> on repeat. Anyway, no, sorry. We got it. We got to be on Newgrounds. I think that's the one that's really. Yes. Oh, dude. Yeah. Dude, Newgrounds yeah. is still dude. a viable platform, man. Sure. People still making anyway, lots of stuff uh, on Newgrounds. Anyway, our YouTube, our YouTube channel is CG Magazine. Don't go cutting uh, up. We also we also have this this thing. It's like a, a like a physical like it's like a dead tree sliced up. And Man, there's, there's like what? words that are on it, and you hallucinate when you look at the words. Way to make magazine. it morbid. So it's like it's so you're not it's really like selling it. <laughs> right? I thought that was pretty. Oh, it's like a ca- environmentalist. Pissed it's off like a cave drawing, rad, basically. Rad, rad as hell. Yeah. Um, but anyway, 
uh, we have we have a we have a magazine, a physical you one. Should, you should you should check it out. We have uh, in depth features and analyses and reviews and and interviews that you can't get anywhere else. And um, for a limited time only, we are giving away free free subscriptions. Shut up. Let him finish. Let him finish. Free subscriptions. Let him finish. Or I'll uh, I'm gonna let you I'm finish. Really, I'm really but, uh, close to you. Yeah, to Cody. All those to all those environmentalists out there, because I just described cutting up a tree and hallucinating at its dead corpse. In um, gory we detail. Have, we, we have a, a digital copy as well that you can pick up at the App Store, Pocket Mags, Magster, and Flipster. And, uh, you know, we, we are giving away uh, oh, are we? Codes. Are we? Yeah. 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 Are we? Yeah. You're ruining Tell me my, about my segue. Tell me about them, Cody. Free subscriptions. We're, we're giving away free subscriptions to How our. How many free subscriptions? Numbers. As many as That's we want. That's not a real want. number. It's not tangible. So if you want a free subscription for three months to Comics Gaming Magazine, the CGM, the podcast you listen to, the videos you watch, the best magazine on the market. Well, it's just a magazine. People can just Canadian go on the website and get actually, it for free. Actually, the only print magazine in Canada, in Canada that covers this particular content. Exactly. Yes. So, yo, I, we're the best. I like to and think that only. we're actually the only print magazine in Canada. Just in general. <laughs> yes. yeah. No, no, no. Why, why limited to Canada? We're the only print magazine yeah. in the world. Gossip magazines are. We're, we're, we're China's first print magazine. <laughs> <laughs> no. We're the first print <laughs> magazine <laughs> to the Chinese. <laughs> I hate you guys so much. Guys, Phil is having none of us right now. Oh, Brendan no. is rolling oh, his eyes. No. He's <laughs> Go on, Cody. <laughs> <laughs> you can find all of us on, uh, on on the Twitter. I'm at Cody underscore Orm. Lisa? I'm at Lisa Awesome, at L-I-S-A-A-W-S-O-M. Oh, you got it Nailed this time. it. There you go. Nailed that. Jordan? I'm at that Phil Brown. <laughs> <laughs> Phil? I'm at Jordan's a weirdo. <laughs> Okay. Sorry, you're not getting any subscribers this week. That's cool. Uh, Shaq? I'm at underscore the Chinese. (laughs) (laughs) No, seriously. Seriously. I'm at Shaq Excellence, S-H-A-K Excellence. The first Twitter account by the Chinese. (laughs) Seriously, Shaq, get ready. Get ready for the haters, because here they come. Uh, before we sign off, I, just, I love how innocently he said it. He's like, "This is the first game by the Chinese." Leave yeah. me alone. <laughs> just God like, damn it. Uh, yeah, we had to take it to a bad place. <laughs> anyway, this I think it looked bad on what, all though, of you. You know what, dude? I think you did pretty good on your first. This podcast. is our best podcast ever. <laughs> I like, I'd like to keep you here. Okay, maybe we'll see you next oh, week. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. Uh, but you know that you're gonna see us all next week. Defos. Um, and we'll see you then. Yeah, and if Jack's back, we'll talk about how horrible the Mario Brothers movie is. There we go. Wait, yeah. What? Yeah, what now? Oh. We'll, we'll oh. dedicate oh. some time yeah. so you can just go off on Jordan and make him cry. Or yes. We all can. Oh. oh, yes. I got to make this oh. one. It's an illness that he has. I'm about so. to roast your existence. Well, we know, we, yeah. we know that. You can't, man. We know that uh, he, he writes the, the description, so he'll just be like, everyone was mean to Jordan on the Yeah, you're all, basically you're all wrong. <laughs> There's a lot of those ones, right? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thanks for listening, everyone. See you next week.